You asked. You asked, and I heard you. I worked through blood, sweat, and tears. And after weeks of trying to figure this thing out, the Pillars of Hamilton are on iTunes. So, please like, subscribe, do all that jazz so that you get all the episodes. And hey, you also asked for something else. Matt Silvestri. So many people told me about this guy. And you're going to see why in this podcast. He's full of energy. He's full of life. And he's really into making an impact on people's lives and changing it for the better. I had a blast with this. Probably going to hang out with him sometime. He's a cool guy. So welcome, my friend, the personal trainer, Matt Silvestri. Ba-boom. I'm pumped. I got Matt. How do you say it? Silvesti? Silvesti, yes, sir. Welcome to the Pillars, my man. Um, I didn't really know you before. I actually, <laughs> I knew you through social media because you're all over the place. But um, the reason I had to invite you is because of the word of mouth for you is strong, my brother. You have impacted some people, even on the podcast. Remember, uh, did you hear Maria Ramundo's? I sure did. I know Maria very well. Yeah. She's unbelievable. Awesome. Maria's great. Her story's ridiculous. Her story's awesome. It's why we do what we do, you know? Yeah. So before we get into the business, man, I saw pictures of you, the before pictures. When was that? Like, how? what was life like back then? So, you know, I was always, I guess, uh, pretty athletic growing up. And then um, we decided to open a gym at 28 years old. So we're doing the gym life. And I guess business just kind of broke me down, um, you know. And then we ended up, me and my wife got married, so I put some... You Wait, know, you, business? What, so, what business? So we opened Solid Training when I was 28 years old. The current gym that we're in right now. Yeah. So we opened that up, right? And I started, I'm basically working, and I knew nothing about business when I opened this business. So I was working basically 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. And um, in the end, I guess, like, the stress kind of, you know, ended up putting a little bit of weight on me, you know, and then... I actually lost my love for training somewhere along the line, probably about year two in the business. So I was about 30 years old. Just got married, right? We ended up having a kid. We have a son, Christopher. So I ended up getting up to about 250 pounds. I would say that was about about two years ago we started. I really started getting back Whoa, down. Oh, yeah. I was expecting the story totally different, dude. Oh, no. I was expecting you to tell me like, oh, I grew up this way when I was 19. <laughs> I weighed like 300 pounds. No. And so my whole life, I was a football player, wrestler, and really sports came pretty easy to me. Um, my dad was a was a football coach, so we were always driven, you know, by that kind of. And um, I was always pretty fit growing up, but I actually did go to. I, I have. I got a long story. It depends what years you want to go well, into. Well, dude, man, I just you know? I figured this was the beginning, man. Yeah. It wasn't the beginning. No, I figured, but no. I mean, we should keep going with this. We can definitely go back. Yeah, yeah. But okay, this is crazy. You owned a gym. I owned a gym. So that's and what you I were wanted. just stressed, huh? Totally stressed with a business and uh, and then training clients during all hours, right? So that was one of my questions I for you. Like, do you yeah. stay motivated when you're training people all day? Well, so but so this is what I try to tell people now, you know. And I don't want to make this about me by any means. We have awesome people at our gym, but I lost my love for for lifting weights, even though I worked in a gym. So I literally didn't work out, even though I was working in a gym all day long, training other people. Maybe some people would be surprised by that. I'm not, because I, I just feel like you're in there all the time. You're constantly, I mean, when you're at work, think about anyone who's at work. By the time it's time to clock out, you're just like, Last thing you want to do is stay there for an extra hour. That's right. 
Yeah, and uh, that's that's it's exactly right, man. I had I lost the love for myself, so I always loved training my clients, right, getting them results. But I just didn't want to work out. I, I you know, I, I didn't have the desire. So when people tell me, oh, I'm just not in the groove, I can't get in there. I'm like, man, I feel you, but mm. you can get over that hump. So literally now I love, I have my love for the last two years of working out. And I think that, you know, with my clients and our gym members, they feel that, you know, the juice, as I like to call it, you know, that energy, I got that back and, you know, I'm not going to lose it. So what was the low point? The low point was at- yeah. Oh, so the low point. I mean, you know, if you I've don't had, mind me. Asking no, me listen, that. I love talking about it. Um, okay. But I've had low points all, you know, really all through my life. You know, I'll be honest with you, I failed out of college. I didn't graduate college till I was 28 years old. So I graduated college at 28 and opened the gym at 28 Whoa, in the same year. That's a big year. It was a pretty big year. So there was a lot of faith going into it, man. You know, everyone's like, you want to open a gym? There's like a bunch of gyms in town. I'm like, yeah, mm. but our gym's going to be different, you know, and. Um, basically it is in my opinion now it is different and well it's hard too because some of these gyms these massive gyms like uh crunch and like uh what's the what's the one that's Planet, like ten dollars a month Planet fitness yeah yeah to your casual workout mm-hmm. person who doesn't really know much about the game they probably just think oh one gym's as good as another i'll pay 10 bucks and yeah. get the same thing yeah and really unfortunately what they're doing to a lot of uh you know uh you know my peers in the business they're running the 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 good guys as i like to call them you know out of business because their price point is so low and unfortunately those some of those people that go to those big box gyms like a plan of fitness they never make it into these other uh you know more training based gyms you know where we're doing you know what i like to say a lot of stuff that works and you know plan of fitness works too don't get it wrong i don't want to i love seeing people go to the gym no matter where they go that's really that's true and i say that too like if you can get to a gym that's better than not going to a gym but i also say that if you're going to take the time to go to a gym optimize that time and you will optimize your body 100 percent, and that's really the thing about our gym is people have access to me so what i tell the people of hamilton and elm and all these other places is you know if you go to planet fitness you're probably never going to meet the owner you probably never <laughs> met the owner the owner's probably on a boat somewhere you know hanging out but you know if you come to solid training you know you're going to be able to talk to one of us and you know either me or carrie who helps me run it and and then all of our trainers all of our employees they're all well versed in fitness and and literally any question you have we will be there to answer you know uh-huh. and that's kind of you know there's other gyms i mean these guys open gyms just to make money my sole purpose for opening a gym and i can stand by this to this day is to help people i just want to help as many people as i can you know dude you're very and that's it <clears throat> i mean it's so uh evident that your passion is legit there's nothing fake about it. Oh man, I'm sure you've uh, you've been working out forever. I've been working yeah. out since I was 16. Yeah. But to meet someone who like literally is there because they get this rush off of helping other people, like that is their goal in life. Is that your life? That's like your life aside from family, obviously. My, that's yeah. Well, yeah. My first thing is family. You know, just yeah. That's what we just did right before bedtime and all that. You know. Yeah, we clocked that's this perfectly that's after right, bedtime. This was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Bedtime. Nope. We didn't do have to do baths tonight. My my wife let me pass on the oh, bath. Oh, good. So. But don't they have their first day of school tomorrow? No. Christopher's only two. So Christopher's two and oh. Riley's four months. Okay. So we got so you don't two, have to worry about two that. Guys. Is he got? Is he getting the terrible twos? Or yeah, he's, he's yeah. He's a he's a little bit of a handful sometimes. Mm. But he's he's great. We love him. I thought it was a myth because uh, <laughs> two of my boys had the terrible threes, and I was like, that twos thing is ridiculous. But uh, I got, got a terrible hit. two, right? I got hit like a bu- oh, man. It's hit funny. hard. Yeah. Super cute, though, so it doesn't yeah, matter. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah. So you um, have four kids, right? I have four. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, God it's awesome. You. 
Are you done? Two? You good with two? I'm not sure. It's not my call. Yeah, you know? I was fine with two, but I'm <laughs> super happy with four. But that's all, Lisa. She'd have a thousand if I, I'd let her. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we love them, man. Yeah. It doesn't even matter at this point. I'm working 24/7, so it's like, it's just what more? It can't that's be right. more work. It's impossible. Yeah, I guess a little more crying. It's a good mindset. Yeah, I mean, I already have like 160 kids come here at my house. That's awesome, dude. I love that. More, one more. Yeah, that's awesome. You were you gained all that weight doing what? Like you were just eating? Were you even working out? All right, so here we go. We'll give a little bit of the my clients know, but so basically, I drank a Slurpee every night for like two, two, three years. Big boy, 45 ounces. Was this normal behavior before? Like you would use? I love sugar. You can. My friends going back from high school. When (laughs) I went away to college when I was 18, they got me uh, like 10 packs of Sour Patch Kids and all this stuff. That's what I always. Oh, you're like a gummy bear, gummy worm. I'm the worst kind. But anyway, <laughs> so that's what I did. You know, I did that. Man, I was just ordering lunch, you know, eating sandwiches for lunch, you know, just probably drinking too much, whatever was going on in my life at the time. And uh, I put the weight on. Like I said, I just wasn't I wasn't being mindful. I can hold 250 pretty decently, so people don't know I'm like a total slob, but I was, you know. Yeah. I couldn't do a pull-up. I had lost that. And this, these are things that were always incredibly easy for me in my life. You know, I was always one of the strongest guys in the weight room for football for wrestling you know i was a pretty good wrestler and um yeah it was it was never a thing for me you know to 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 kind of be in shape you know but it, it became a thing well how old were you so when when this when so i was probably about i would say like 28 and then like 30 so two years into the business right i opened the business at 28 right so then we're, we're working right just literally making bills meet every month like by really? this Are much you been able to really oh man it was crazy people don't know that and you know even still like and that's what i say you know it, running a business is always a challenge you know especially when your first goal is literally to make everyone happy right it would be easy for me to just overcharge people and do these things and focus on just the wealthy people but that was never my intentions i want to help Everyone, I love that man. You don't have to do that. You could just have really fancy equipment, yeah. Uh, you know, some perks like a saw, and it just let people go at it, collect their checks every month, uh, let them scan in every day. If yeah. they lose their tag, charge them five dollars. Yeah. You know, that's right, exactly right. Yeah, instead we give tags away all the time. It costs us two dollars. You know uh, what I mean? But like, you're a good but man. I'm never gonna do that, you know. But so then, <laughs> but, but but about thirty, I guess thirty hit, and and man, I just got into that rhythm, you know, where it was real easy to you know just eat terrible and then finish off the night so with that slurpee or a lot that, of sugar in that slurpee sure you know and the funny what thing color? about it is color? i'm a blue red guy a little, Dude, bit, little blue, bit more blue, I'm blue than red i'm blue everything man i'm blue everything yeah like but and it, the thing was like so it would literally put me like i would be unconscious at nighttime it would literally i'd be on the couch just, you know gina's telling me to go to bed and you know and I what was just, she saying? She must have been really stressed, too. Well, actually, the funny thing about this is she wanted to get mad at me, but she just wanted to got me on to the Slurpees again. You know, I used oh, to love Slurpees as a youngster. Dare you, She got Gina? me back on. Yeah, no, just, my wife is super cool. She's very supportive to me. See, you know? that's the thing, man. Once, you, once you've once you tasted that blue wackadoo, that's it. You, you can't taste it and not go back. Yeah. I stay far away, man. You can't. Yeah. So, But those Slurpees, right? So I'm, I'm 30, and the next thing you know, so I guess what, what – so now I'm 33, so Christopher was about 31, right? So we had Christopher. I put a little bit more weight on. I get to about 250. Then I find out that right, we're going to have Riley. So that was, what, about 16 months ago, right? That's what got me. Just a little closer. A little yeah, closer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's when I really um, decided to wake up. And actually what I did was 
I hired a personal trainer. So in no my way. in my own gym, yeah, man, I wasn't do motivated. You, do you work out different now than you did before this happened? Well, so that's the funny thing about it. If depending on when people have met me, right? I've been doing this for a long time. But since depending on when you've met me, I work out different now than I've ever worked out in my entire life. So, you know, people would know me before. Some people will know me from my first gym. I worked at 54 Fitness for Manny Sanfilippo, who, oh, I, who I was awesome. For, yeah, Manny's yeah. the man. He's a, cool, he's a cool guy. He gave me my first chance at training adults. I trained kids my whole life. So I've always done athletes and sports, right, since I'm young, 18. But uh, Manny gave me the first, the first go-ahead in there, you know, and yeah. that was that. Yeah, it's a cool little gym, 54 yeah, Fitness. Yeah, it was a cool gym. I love it. Yeah, it was good, too. Yeah. It just wasn't big enough for what, what I needed to do. Well, you're, dude, okay, so t let's talk about what you do. Yeah. Uh, what's a typical day like in your place? So a typical day is like um, 5 a.m. we open up, right? We, have, uh, we, do, we specialize in small group training, so we train uh, you know, small groups of people. But we don't, it's, not, it's, it's training. It's how I would train or how our trainers would train. We're not giving them generic workouts just to kind of push them through. I'm giving you exactly what maybe I did you know, the hour before or I'm going to do later in the day. But so we'll train. Um, we Wait have, a minute. Did you say the hour before? Maybe. Do you, do yeah. you train at four? Uh, dude, I have, so when I lost my weight, so getting back to that story, we'll go back to what a normal day is. So I, I was waking up when I, when I decided to snap into it. I got this kid, Mike Scafidi, who's a trainer at our gym. He's a great trainer. Um, and he, he, got, he put me on a program for about three months. I ended up dropping about 40 pounds in pretty quickly, about three months' time. Then I decided to do this challenge, right? So it was doing a half mile of walking lunges every day. Oh, For as many my. days as you can do it, How right? How long does that take? 30 minutes or 40 sometimes. I've, did, I've done it in the snow, man. I was literally, I was so motivated um, to, I was so determined to get my swag back. You know what I mean? I, I didn't feel like I had it anymore. You just so woke up one day, just like, boom, I got I woke go. up one day and I saw this guy was doing it and, and I saw it on social media. And I'm like, I wonder if I could do that. So I do a half mile walking lunges, right? Straight, steady, no break. Just, you know, keep going. Maybe a little little break here and there, but a half mile yeah, walking lunges. Yeah, one of those just like straight legs. Just a quick, yeah, and just, here we know. go. <laughs> so then I ended up making it 125 days, but I was doing those lunges at a lot of the time at 3.30 in the morning. I would be going in. I was just so motivated, um, you know, to get Dude, those to lunges get still work to, at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, but you're working at that time. I was training. So, oh so I'm training gosh. it from 5 to about 10 a.m., and then I get a little bit of a rest from 10 to like one. And then I'll do training from one to like four. And then we kind of switch over into some athlete stuff in the nighttime. So, okay. Stuff. The people listening uh, who maybe go to a gym and just do whatever they want. Like, how does the schedule work? What would they do if they signed up with you? How yeah, so basically if someone uh, trains with us in a small group fashion, we suggest either two to three times a week. And we do we specialize in what we do is full body workouts. So we do a full body workout. We don't really do training splits. I've trained every way possible. And for the regular person, the average person that just wants to get in good shape, you know, look better, get better performance, um, a full body workout is the way to go. You know. So you never split focus on a so muscle like, group. Yeah, I, I do sometimes, and you know, and I would love to talk to anybody about their training split if they have any questions about it. But like, so sometimes I'll do a full body workout. So a workout might look like maybe I'll do. Uh, hang cleans, box jumps, and pull-ups, right? Something explosive at the beginning. After yeah. a good warm-up, I'll do something like that. And then maybe I'll say, all right, I'll do chest and back. So I'll do like a push-pull where I'll do three chest exercises and three back exercises. So I do... But you're still hitting all the muscles. But, I've, but in that first 
uh, explosive, you know, uh, right. superset. I was doing a full body. Yeah, but you know what I mean. For some people, might might not understand. As opposed to a lot of people who, I mean, especially like young guys yep. going into the gym. I did first, it all. Right? Yep. Me too. Like mm-hmm. I did that for the majority of the time I've been at yeah. the gym. Where you go and you focus on one or two muscle groups mm-hmm. and you just burn them out yeah. and get super sore the next day. Monday's and- International Chest Day. You know, you know, yeah, that. chest day, everyone skips leg well, day. Well, and then the thing about that is, yeah, skip leg day, right? And then on every on Tuesday, everybody's shoulders are hurting them, you know what I mean? And yeah. so basically, I had double shoulder surgery uh, as a 16 year old playing football, tore both my shoulders. I got two herniated discs in my back, I had hernia surgery. So I've done every type of training, and that's where you know, I used to be real hardcore training, like super hardcore mm. training, which a lot of people, hopefully, that hear this, I'm not. I would. I don't quite train like that anymore. I still bring intensity to my workouts. Yeah. But I'm not it's lifting workout, super though. heavy weight yet. 100, percent man. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's a more effective workout, is what it is. How? Um, so basically, since I've just stopped, so I always trained my whole life for performance, right? I told you, football player, wrestler. I only knew how to train for performance. That's all that I knew, you know. But then when I started to gain a little bit of weight in freshman in college, you know, you don't have to deadlift. You don't have to squat. You start to skip leg day. You know what I mean? You start to (laughs) – these things get easy to do, you know? And uh, so I started to get away from that stuff. You know, I stopped training like an athlete for performance. And and it just got real cloudy for me, man. I I was doing, you know, too much easy stuff. I was gravitating to everything that I wanted to do versus everything that I needed to do. Mm. And uh, I think a lot of people fall into uh, that trap. 100%, man. I think people, like even myself, will fall into that trap and then remind myself, like, oh, my, you weren't supposed to fall into that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so I'll never fall into that trap again because I now – so basically since my, my, my goal now is, is strictly performance, right, and also mental health. I, I literally work mm, out for my talk. mental health. Like, I wanted I mean, to talk to you about you that. Know? So let me tell you something, man, yeah. because not only do you motivate all these people at the gym – uh, I'm sure you motivate people online, but I want to tell you how you motivated me. I, you have no idea about I this. I love it. I love it. Um, so summer camp, uh, this is not an excuse thing. I, I, a lot of times trainers would hear something like this and think it's an excuse. Yeah. I literally do not have time to work out, yeah. especially my own kids. Uh, and then uh, camp's over. I'm playing the schedule for the next day. I'm cleaning up. I'm waking up in the morning. You're waking up and working out. I'm waking up and cleaning toilets. Like <laughs> I'm cleaning toilets too. Are Don't you? get it wrong. Oh, bro. Yeah, I'm respect. cleaning toilets respect. too. <laughs> um, but there's no time. So we're going to have to figure out something next year because I realized, man, I still gave my all to the kids. But I did it and I was tired for the first time yep. really in yeah. my life, especially towards the end. Tired. Just like I didn't have the normal stuff in me and I saw you at um, National Night Out yep. when I met you and yes, I called sir. you Mike <laughs> it's okay <laughs> alright and um, I, I just saw it in your eyes I was like oh my god that's what I want to be like again he's just so so much energy just like bursting with energy so I saw you and then basically I was like alright just you gotta get back in the gym right now and at this point it's been like three weeks or something and I'm feeling like much better nice like that's I'm back. awesome yeah I love it the people who are listening at home who need motivation yeah. or just I don't some people don't get it they've never worked out in their life yeah um, what do you have to say to those people on how it's going to impact their life so I mean I, I think basically um, you know number one people need to be lifelong learners you know in, in in every aspect of their life and that includes 
physical you know what I mean you have to be a lifelong learner you know you have to um, you know be willing to you know basically maybe admit that you don't know something or you should be doing something better and that may be fitness for some people you know but the thing that I would tell people is there's a lot of people out there right now with maybe anxiety issues depression issues um, you know and these things are directly related in my eyes to not moving enough and and basically um, you know, I think I had some of those, man, you know, I don't, I don't, a lot of people might be surprised to hear this, but you know, I, I definitely had what I call stinky thinking. Um, my, <laughs> my, my buddy Perry used to always say, he calls stinky thinking, man, you know, you start getting stinky thinking, next thing you know, you're in your own head, you know, mm. you're, you're, you're not what you were, you know, I was always a, a leader on my teams, on my sports teams, and I had lost that. But what, what, what brings me back to that is, is working out, you know what I mean? So to those people that aren't working out. You know, I would say to get a coach. I would say to go out and try to find a coach, you know, try to find a coach that works with someone like you, you know. Um, they're out there. There's a lot of good coaches out there. You're probably not going to find them in Planet Fitness, you know what I mean, a good coach. I don't even think they train people there. And, you know, but they're out there. They are out there, you know, and, and I think that you just need to set – that. those people need to set goals and they need to understand why people, you know, like – like me or you do work out you know i just started training this one guy he's really overweight and he said when he came to the gym he said he's looking around he's like man all these people they're they're super fit he's like i figured once you get fit you could just stop working out now i've heard that before too and and, and this guy meant it right <laughs> so this guy in particular he's going to be a real cool story for us he started working out about 10 weeks ago 12 weeks ago he's down about 70 to 80 pounds right wait now. wait wait wait. he started working out 12 weeks ago from he's right down now? 80 pounds 80 pounds and about 30 inches yeah not gonna say who it is, but a lot of people know him, and I'm gonna give you a shout out here, my dude. But um, 30 inches? He's down 30 inches. And, Wait, I have a feeling I know who. And and 80 about 80 pounds. So. Okay. I don't want to say any names because that would be. Yeah, we, <laughs> awkward we can't give it wrong. up. Yeah, he's got a lot of lot of work to go. Okay. But he literally thought that once he gets in shape, he can stop working out. And I told him, I said, you're missing the whole point. I said, and his goal was to be a better dad. He wanted to be a better dad. He wanted to be able to run after his, after his kid, right? He's got a young son. And like that hits home with me now that I am a daddy because I understand what that's about, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's what I told him. I said, remember your goal, man. Your goal was to always be able to do these things. And it is a move it or lose it type thing, you know? Yeah. But it's to, a lifestyle. It's it a really lifestyle. Is. Yep. Um, I, I would suggest for those people, though, to get help and get a coach because I know that it can be maybe, like, uh, scary to kind of walk in in our gym. Especially you're 30, 40, 50, and you've never done that before. You've never done it. So it might be really easy to walk into Planet Fitness and walk right to the treadmill. But what I'm trying to tell people is, and if you follow the right people in the fitness industry, they're wasting their time. You know, they're wasting their time on that 30 minutes to an hour. I'm not going to say it's a waste of time, again, because it's I don't want to come off. Right. You know. But, but it's definitely not optimizing. Man, we're talking bang for your buck, dude. You know what I mean? We can we can hook it up real quick for you. 30, 45-minute workout, strength training, right, which is going to burn more calories throughout the day. You know, you have to build muscle. I always say, I don't always say, I've been saying lately that that 30 minutes to an hour will change the rest of the 23 hours of your day. That's right, man. Every single day. Hey, listen, I, I, it's right. I hear you on that one. Yeah. You know, and, and for me now, like, so now that I am trying to be – a better business owner, not just a great trainer. How so? Well, I was a crappy business owner. <laughs> Why? Why, man? What did you do? You know, I just am a very unorganized person. Oh, I love I love to train. Mm, so, and I you're stopped on the scene, guy. I stopped learning. You know, I, I literally stopped learning. You know, people do things for me, and, and they're probably they're, they'll laugh when they hear this, but. 
It's true, man. I was, you know, I always had people that would, you know, help me out. And, and you know, that could be a crutch, um, you know, so I didn't have to necessarily learn business side of things. You know what I mean? I yeah. always just want to talk to people and work people out. That's that's it. And when you run a, a 12,000 square foot gym, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot more going on, on, dude. Yeah, yeah behind the scenes yeah. stuff. So like, and, and, you know, but so basically, so it's imperative that I work out because, if I don't work out, right, when I tell you my mind is like slug, like mm. just doesn't go, you know? And then I instantly feel better. For instance, I was in Brigantine yesterday with my family and I go for a run in the morning. When I tell you, you want to talk about a runner's high? I got a runner's high. Oh, okay, so tell me how just, you got this. Oh, dude, like I'm telling you. I, Maria I, told me that she got hers yeah. too. So Maria, man, listen, Maria is a cool story. And uh, also Elena, you had Elena on here too. Yes. Elena is one Fantastic. of Elena is one of our clients too. Do you know how I, many I have, people listen to that Elena Lombardelli? Yeah, I'm not going to sure, say numbers, dude, but I'm sure. for a small town. Elena's awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. Elena and Jay both come over, her and her husband. They're both solid training. Okay. Ites. Whatever we call us over at Solid Training. Ites? Solid Training Ites. I don't know. Oh, okay. What, what could we come up with? You got something? Uh, on the spot? Solid um, Training. Well, I would keep the training out of it. The sol- I would I would make it like the Solid Army. I like or it. Something the like Solid that. Army. The, the, the <laughs> solid Crew. I, I don't like know. It. Tonight I'm going to be texting you. I'll let you know. We'll ask Elena. <laughs> Elena's the creative one. She's, she's behind all of our... She's creative, yeah. yeah. She, she actually did our logo and everything for us. Yeah, that one that I'm little... looking at right now? Power? No, this is... Yeah, this is just a Power shirt sure, for you. I figured you'd like it. Oh, I do. I did Power <laughs> shirt. Lightning bolt going through it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have a shirt for you actually in the car. I forgot to get it. But oh, no way. Yeah, well, dude, I got to put shirt. a commercial break in. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, sure. All right, bro. Brother, before we get right back into this podcast, I just got to say thank you for this delicious beer. Oh, you got it. Anytime. You're obviously a master. Now, I want my podcast listeners to taste this from the master. Um, can we entice them some way to come? I think we can do that. I think we can do that. What can we do? I think that we can offer a dollar off of a a pour when you come in and mention the Pillars of Hamilton podcast. What? Oh, is he not a generous brewer, my friends? So you'd say they mention the Pillars of Hamilton and they get a dollar off? One dollar. That is insane. That's tip money right there. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. See you at vinyl. And we're back, Mr. Matt. Uh, what do you got there? Got a t-shirt for you, solid training t-shirt. Oh, that's a cool logo. Oh, that yeah, is uh, Elena Lombardelli yeah. for sure. Elena Carey's work, yeah. Yeah, very cool, man. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Just in time shirt. for the cold weather that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, it's a little baseball tee. I like it. It's, ra- it's rad, man. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. this. Rock it. Will do. So I have a very, very important question for you, man. Um, and I've struggled with this question basically since I was like eight. Um, I've always thought that it was cool to have the mentality of not giving up. You know, obviously you fail and, and everyone who works out knows that you have to fail over and over and over again. You know, you're lifting weight. You can't go forever. Eventually you fail. But you got to just like keep going in the gym, be consistent that warrior mentality. I mean, you were a wrestler. You have to have that in wrestling. I do jujitsu. Like, uh, you have to. Yeah. Uh, if not, you're going to uh, break all yeah. the time. Um, so here's my question: Is like, is that something you can teach someone, man? Is that something, or is I don't know if "teach" is the right word. Can you instill that in someone, or at least guide them, or is that just something people are born with? 
can people get that halfway through their life, middle age? Yeah, so I think that's a great question. Um, and that really uh, hits home to the people, especially that have never worked out that we were talking about earlier, you know. They don't understand what that's like, you know, that kind of killer instinct, you know, that uh, bring your intensity to a work to a workout, you know. But I do think that that's probably the most important thing that someone can have is that, you know, just that can, like you said, that word consistent, man. Um, you know, you have to be consistent in order to get results, you know. But the killer instinct, I think what you're talking about more with that is, can you teach it? I don't know if you can teach it, but I think people can kind of uh, do it if they see it. So in other words, if someone sees me, hey, listen, this is how I'm hitting my push-ups. I give a little grunt with my push-ups, you know what I mean? This is me. This is how I do it. I'm not worried what other people think of me. I just want to get these 10 push-ups, you know. If I have to do five and then I have to do another five, so be it, you know. But I think what you're talking about more comes down to just positive self-talk, right? I never tell myself that I'm going to lose. Never. I can't. If I tell myself I'm going to lose, I'm probably going to lose. So I know that. You know that. So can you teach someone to have that killer instinct, that kind of... I don't know if you can teach them how to do that, but I think you can teach them how to talk to themselves better, right? I I tell my clients, and, and I've gotten better with this over the last year, I basically tell them right now, I say, listen... If you were thinking a negative thought, and, and you know, I have clients that will, they'll hear this and they know I'm talking to them. If you are thinking a negative thought about yourself, don't tell me it. In other words, if I tell you, hey, Sam, we're going to do, do pull-ups today, right? Oh, man, I don't know if I can do, don't say it. I don't want mm. you to say it. Don't mm. speak that. Even if you think it, even if you really think, even if you know you can't do pull-ups, right? You better get on that bar and give it, give it your best effort. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of more or less what my job is as a coach, right? You see, because a lot of people, they say negative things in their own mind, right? And a lot of people, their first like reaction to anything themselves is negative. They may never be negative to anybody else, but when it comes to them, Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Maria Raimondo, she's a perfect example. Maria was basically kind of like sheltered as a youngster, said, oh, you know, don't, you don't, don't play sports, this and that and the other, you know. And if you look at today's day and age, female sports are exploding, you know. Um, someone like Maria would have thrived, you know. And so you're in the UFC knocking people out. <laughs> that's right. You know, but that's, but the reality of it is, you know, she has that now. She got that so when you You're say can so it be right. taught she developed that warrior mentality guess who got me to do, a do guess who got me to do a duathlon so this is this summer i did two duathlons was that like running and biking yeah running and biking i don't yeah. run and bike i like sprints if i in my when i was in high school and re, if i was in a wrestling match if it went longer than 30 seconds i was probably gonna lose <laughs> I, I tried to pin so, the guys yeah, you know they just had to weather the i was storm. trying to pin you dude that was what i was out there to do yeah if you could take Scary me to third guy. period yep you know yeah. but maria uh, you know, eventually I'm just like, I see her doing these races, these races. And, and when I went to the Hamilton uh, duathlon, she was there and she, she made me comfortable. I went there. I was nervous. And now Marie was my training the client. The student has become the teacher. <laughs> so I'm like, I get there, right? I see all these dudes with, a, with, a, with, a, with their bikes and, uh, you know, getting ready. And I, I, you know, Maria took me in and she showed me where to put my bike and everything. And, you know, right. but, but I think, you know, can you teach someone how to get that? I think you can sure help them get there. Now, in the end, it's going to be on them. If they really want it, you know, and I wear this thing right here, man, mm, get your yeah. mind right, you know, and every time I think something bad, I'll snap it. No. 
Sorry and, if I yelled there. I, I got really <laughs> excited. Okay, can you describe what you're doing there? Because people aren't going to know yeah. what you just did. So so um, I got this rubber band on, and it says, get your mind right. And anytime I think something bad, for instance, when I was in that first duathlon and I got tired, I didn't. I just I, I did a two-mile run, and then I did a 12-mile bike down Weymouth Road, which is way more hillier than people think until you get on a bike. <laughs> and then we had to run another three miles, right? And I get off the bike, and I start running, and my hamstrings literally are, like, not working. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? Snap it. Well, tell people what you're doing. I'm snapping the rubber band on my wrist, and it just gives me a quick reminder to get that stinky thinking out of my head, you know? And and everybody everybody has it. You know? Yeah, no, when I'm on an elliptical or something, I get that. Was it stinky? Stink, stinky thinking. Stinky thinking. Yeah. When I get that stinky thinking. <laughs> I got it. That's a tough thing to stinky, say. Stinky, stinky thinking. Stinky thinking. There you go. When I. <laughs> right? You think when, you can't do something. Yeah. You know what I do is I, pump, I put it up one more. You go faster. I, I, yeah. No, I don't go faster. I put like the resistance one oh, more. Yeah. A little like more it. resistance. Yeah. If you're going to think like that, Sam. That's right. Or if I'm running outside, it's like, well, well, I guess you're going to have to sprint a little bit then, Sam. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, feels so good to be back, man. Ugh, seeing you that day, I was like, oh my God, I can I'm be like that. Yeah. yeah. It is I'm, a good feeling. So, I, I hate to say this, yeah, but I feel like some people might listen and they might hear what you're saying, like that if you're, you know you can't, but you're going to try and you're going to go on the bar. I feel like it might scare some people. And this is my own personal message. That's okay. It's okay to be nervous going to this for the first time, but also be excited. You should be nervous and be excited because you're about to change your life if you go and do this you are you you're certified you've been doing this for years you've changed lives you are with a real professional who's going to absolutely change your life if you go in there and just make those first steps and then start to make it a lifestyle be consistent people i'm telling you here's the i i'm not the one who's trained here i can't give too much advice but what i can say is that one of them if not the most important thing is just go and then be consistent yeah i think consistency is the key i think it's a great uh, great piece of advice you know and what i'll say to this those people too that may be a little bit afraid or frightened to take that first step in you know right on the other side of being uncomfortable is everything that you've ever wanted and 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 you're never going to get there unless you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation i was living too comfortable so even though i had a gym right and i had a have a great wife and i have a great family and i have awesome everything i was living too comfortable listen you're supposed to do something hard every day and if you don't you are not going to grow and in business if you ain't growing you're gonna die and that was it you know we were kind of in this stagnant place and you know but but again let me bring it back to that I I think being uncomfortable is just the key to everything yes you know because eventually what will happen you'll become comfortable right yes and now you'll be comfortable in the gym so two three weeks four weeks well you start to feel good now you know and again yeah maybe if you're brand new and I tell you to do pull-ups you're right you can't do them but there's a modification and there's a regression for everything so I could say all right you can't do pull-ups we're gonna do a TRX row we're gonna do a body weight row anybody could do a body weight row you know what I mean and that's how we get there, right? We start, we work up the ladder to get you to that goal, you know? Yeah. Do you have some success stories you want to throw out oh, there dude, right on now? Listen, man, we, we have, uh, you know, I don't necessarily want to go into specific success stories because we have so many and uh, <laughs> we really do, you yeah. know, and I don't want to leave yeah. anybody out, you yeah, know, but yeah. like, 
but I, I do want to thank everyone that's ever worked out with me, you know, and um, I, it means everything to me that they trusted me, you know, and but then there's a lot of people, see, this is the part that gets me, because there's a lot of people that worked out with me maybe when I was like 25, 26, and I was just a, a God only knows what was going on then. I was a lunatic, you know, so I would, I would, I would really wish that those, some of those people, if they weren't training at our gym now to come take another peek at what we got going on now, because mm. all, between me and all of our trainers, you know, I, we spend a ton of time learning, um, you know, uh, mobility stuff, man, not just slamming that, weights. Do you think, <clears throat> since you've been around for a good amount of time now, do you think that some people have the wrong impression of what your gym is? I 100% think some people have the wrong impression of what our gym is. Oh, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, I do, man. You know, well, you know, we are a gym, you know, so you don't have Oops, to train. <laughs> you don't have to train when you come into silent training. You could just come in. We're just a regular membership gym, you know. But I do think that, like, some people maybe have the wrong idea. The cool thing about our gym is we're, we literally have everything that you could ever need at our gym, you know. We have places to push and pull sleds, you know, uh, anything you want. Kettlebells, uh, machines, you know, um, wide open space, you know what I mean. Um, plenty of squat racks, bars, everything, dumbbells, um, medicine balls right things that work you know and and what i would challenge mm. people is to get outside their comfort zone and just try it you know i think that they'll find that they love it you know it, there's something about throwing a medicine ball full speed against the wall there's something about pushing a 400 pound sled now maybe you, oh, you, know, you walk out of that place feeling uh, you're your a, head you're a champ is, man mm, head champ is program. clear blood yeah. is flowing yeah <clears throat> i love what you said man i really love what you said about feeling uncomfortable. I think that's an old wrestling jujitsu thing, right? Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, yep. I try to teach that to my students all the time at a really young age. Like, get up there, you know, uh, uh, speak in front of the class or, you know, shake that teacher's hand yeah. or do these things that you're not used to. And once you are comfortable, and not only that, it feels good when you've accomplished it. Yeah, it sure does. And so something like public speaking, for instance, so like strength training and working out gives me confidence. You know, um, you know, to those people too. Like, you know, the only way to really get confidence is to like do what you say you're going to do, time after time again. I believe each time you do what you say you're going to do, you get a little bit more confidence, right? Hold on, dude, just uh, yeah. a little bit closer to the mic. You get a little bit more confidence each time. You know, you do what you say you're going to do. You know, but for instance, like what you were talking about with get up and speak in front of people. When I was 30, and right, that was two years into the gym, I wouldn't have really done this. I kind of would have felt like I was really? I was living a lie. You know what I mean? Here I am with a gym, but in the end, I'm not living. I'm not practicing. I, I was, you know, what I know my quote was. What well, then? Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, that's so sad, man. Do as I say, not as I do, man. I was a do as I say, not as I do her. Now. I will never give you something that I'm not going to do. Yeah. You know? And and that was where I was, you know? I was You're, in that bad place. And I can tell you'd be such a good tool for people who aren't used to that lifestyle. The, 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 the ones who just, they just haven't pushed themselves to go to the gym. It's going to be yep. so awkward for them to go that first time until they meet you and then they're good. I'm telling people, I'm telling you, just get there. Am I right? Just arrive. Just, just show up. Yeah, just arrive, you know, and, and, and come in with an open mind, you know, and, uh, you know, but again, embrace that fear. You know, you should have that fear. You know, it's like before a big football game, you know, we always used to get butterflies and my dad and all of our old coaches, you know, they would tell us that if you didn't have butterflies, man, you ain't doing it right. You need mm, to have butterflies, you know? That, so I think mm. you have to embrace that, you know? You're about to get uncomfortable and that's okay, you know? That's why it's important to have a good coach that's going to help you through it right it's my job to make sure that when a new person comes to the gym and they're training with me yeah. 
I'm not going to make him look like an idiot. It's my job to make sure that you don't. I'm going to mm. put you in a good position to win. And if I don't, then I'm not doing my job and I'm not being a good coach. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's what I believe and I know our you, job you just, is. Not only do you have the experience, but you're so passionate, man. And that's what people want in their trainers. That's what they want in their teachers. I, I thought about being a personal trainer. If I wasn't doing this, that would have definitely been an option because you really get to impact people. I'm a, I'm a certified teacher, too. You taught, too? We live in the no, same... No, I never taught, but I'm kindergarten to 12th uh, phys ed teacher. Oh, okay. I went to school for that. My wife is a middle school teacher. Oh, oh God! Yeah, Bless ha- her heart, at, man. At Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, that's those are some tough grades to teach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does she do? Seventh grade? She does. Uh, she's done all the grades. Honestly, she's been bumping sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. You know, throughout her career. Does she know? train? Uh, Gina's yeah. Gina's in shape. She does it. Yeah. yeah. She, all right. right now she's mommy. You know, so that's like her first and foremost. Right. When was know? your baby born? So four months. Uh, I got. Some, I got a question about months. working out and little kids, man. Oh yeah. So. Um, do you remember that? I feel like it's an old wives' tale. People no. used to always say, I know what you're gonna don't say. get the kids working out and that they're going to stunt their growth. Yeah. So, okay. I never noticed growing up that that happened to anyone. And with my own kids, I had them uh, starting push-ups from the knees when they were like about three years old. Yep. Uh, and then I would give them assisted pull-ups where I would help them pull up. Now they're able to do like 20 on their own. It's awesome. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? Because, yeah. I mean, their athleticism, because of this... Hundred percent, pretty advanced, man. I love it. I love the. <laughs> I love to hear that, and I think that that's super important for a dad to kind of be the example for their kid, you know. And that's really part of the reason why, honestly, I do train so hard because I want to be a good example for my kids and other kids. But as far as like the, um, the stunt and the growth and things of that nature totally false you know you know what stunted kids growth when they got them squatting with 50 pounds on their back and you know and they're six years old doing a body weight squat is not going to hurt the kid it, it's it's just right, not, it's all know, body weight doing stuff. a pull-up is not going to hurt the i kid, feel like you know? the human body is meant to pull itself up and 100%. Meant to push themselves yeah 100 percent. and but those literally that research has been proven that um, you know if you're if you're doing it now some people were, were having these kids lift heavy weights having them bench press big weight stuff like that you know that's no good for a young kid i'd say around like 12 is probably where you could start doing some weight training. But again, remember, the way that we train, we train with medicine balls. We train pushing sleds. We're not doing Arnold Schwarzenegger workouts with these young kids. And I think that's the difference. A lot of dads were like, hey, come to the gym and do what I do. Listen, your kid doesn't need that. They need to be athletic. They need to be practicing standing on one leg. They need to be doing pull-ups, dead hang holds, you know, just holding themselves up there, you know. Yeah. And, And I think, you know, and it's totally harmless as a matter of fact it's it helps develop the killer instinct and that what we talked yes. about that never quit I never die mentality you i know? don't ever ask my kids if they want to work out anymore they come to me daddy awesome, can we man. do pull-ups can we do pull-ups? it's like my dream you know it's yeah. for my son one day your son will get there for sure <laughs> i hope so you know he will definitely get there the and, dad and, like you he's and even young. and even if he doesn't want to play sports you know because everyone's like oh what's he gonna he should be a middle linebacker like you i'm like i don't know what he's gonna do but he's gonna he's gonna work out and you know let me tell you what it's going to do for him, because uh, this is my uh, profession, uh, and I see it with my kids, and I've seen it with uh, countless other kids. They are going to come into kindergarten confident. They're going to come more athletic, and uh, that confidence is only going to grow every time they do a physical activity and see how advanced they are. You know, when they're in that class and they're teaching kids uh, push-ups for the first time, and everyone's, you know, they're they're sloppy. They've never done it before. And then your kid comes in and is just busting out 10 perfect push-ups. Yeah. Uh, it makes them feel good. <laughs> sure. Really good. Well, that's the same thing we talked about with confidence for an adult, you know, and it's the same mm. thing for a kid, you know what I mean? Like yes. when you when you drop, a, you know, three belt sizes, you know, the other day I had to stab another hole in my belt. You well, guess what? 
I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, here we no go, doubt. you know? And like, and that's the thing, when someone drops 10 pounds, 15 pounds, or when someone does get the, the ability to come from a knee push-up or a bench push-up to a regular push-up, mm. you think that gives that, that dude or that woman some confidence? It's funny you're saying that because uh, I, my whole life I've been like working out, but be, for like nine months I wasn't able to work out cause, uh, the way I wanted to. I finally can do real push-ups. Oh, my gosh. Heck, right? Yeah, it's brutal, man. I could have cried when I did my first oh. real push-up. But just holding myself from the knee position yeah. was a pain yeah. I couldn't even begin to describe, man. Well, um, that's good. I'm happy for you. Oh, it feels good that's to be good back. That's good stuff, dude. Um, so what about your diet? Yeah, so my diet, uh, so my diet was crap. I mean, and, and basically when you asked earlier how I did get, get did gain all that weight, I was eating Wawa every morning. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant, mm. couple, uh, a couple hash browns, right? A big old coffee, man. And, like, oh, I literally so had no regard for, you know, uh, myself. Like I don't think people, a lot of people realize how many calories. Yeah, I don't are. think they do either. That stuff is like eating just, it's just asking for the weight to get put on you. You know, I tell my the young kids that we train, I'm like, yo, you want to gain weight? We have some hard gainers in the gym, you know, 11 years old, trying to get bigger, right? I'm like, yo, go eat a Wawa sandwich, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's all you need. So anyway, I was eating, you know, whatever I wanted. I wasn't packing my food when I was going through my bad face. But over this last two years, my breakfast is pretty much the same. I eat anywhere from like five to sometimes like seven eggs. I'm Every day? Hu- I'm hungry, yeah. Mm. Five to seven eggs. But I won't eat that until about like eight o'clock. I put Frank's Red Hot Sauce on it and I eat half of an avocado. So when I, actually when I wake up, if I'm there at 5 a.m., what I'll do is I'll eat at about 6 a.m. I'll eat an apple. Right, I'll eat an apple, and then at about eight or nine, I'll eat, like I said, somewhere between five and seven eggs, and half of an avocado, and then at lunchtime, I like to do a, uh, a uh, like a chicken taco. I get the ground chicken, and I put a little bit of taco seasoning powder on it. I'm, you know, I'm not, I am not a great cook by any means, but it works for me. So I'll eat a taco with maybe some like mixed vegetables or whatever we had for dinner the day before. And then I go home, I'll eat dinner, and, you know, I try to keep it low carb. And then, unfortunately, I still do eat ice cream. Gummy bears. So, no, I I got away from that stuff. That stuff is bad for you. But I'll I'll eat eat ice cream, you know. But honestly, so um, I I, I hang around like 197 right now. And like I said, I was over 250. So I can eat that ice cream because of how I train. So when people think you have to be so – now, I'm not not condoning eating ice cream here. I want to make that known. But – you can eat a little bit of ice cream. Now, I should probably cut it to like three days instead of like six days. But how do you feel what I've been doing lately? And it's, I mean, yeah, not lately, lately. But before I was doing, and it worked for me, the um, fasting, intermittent fasting. Yeah, I think it's great. Because I, I think was it, able to eat, yeah. you know, carbs at mm-hmm. night. Like I wasn't like downing like yeah pasta but you know i Uh i I could have a sandwich or something like that you know yeah absolutely well and i think that's one of the things um i think it's great i mean i think intermittent fasting is good i think for most people it works because it controls their calories because it gives them a a, you know a window that they're only allowed to eat in yeah you know what i mean but i think i've seen people do it all different ways i do like the fasting concept because i think it shortens people's like i said eating window it does and when you do eat i feel like you know your stomach is shrunk because it's been so long so you get full quicker yeah, sure. Your portions start to cut down. I mean, I'm not really that sure about that. I've tried the fasting. It doesn't really work 
it's hard for me because I wake up so early in the morning. I know you're eating at eight, but that's already what, like five hours. Yeah, I'm so already crazy. into the day, right? You Gosh, know, man. but like the whole science on meal meals and stuff like that, nutrition, right? They always said six meals a day, right? Every three hours. The real science is showing now that that doesn't have to be like that. That does work if someone does do that. Yeah. But also, you could get all your calories in in three in three meals, and yeah. And, and it'll be just as effective as long as, you know, it's just an equation. It's calories in versus calories out. And the way that we train at Solid Training, it gives me more leeway, man, because on, on a high-volume training day, I'm burning a ton of calories. Yeah, and that's not probably. why I'm working out. But, you know, I really think it gets me, you know, it gives me a little bit more of a window. So on those days, I could eat a little bit more. And I will eat a little bit more because I'm hungry, you know. <laughs> no doubt, you know man. What, I mean? so, what kind of ice cream do you go for? I like uh, – uh, Ben and Jerry's the uh, the tonight dough they call oh, it. Oh, dude, we had that like two <laughs> nights ago, man. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. I also like, like Snickers frozen ice cream bars. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really good. Two yeah, for three. I always feel like there's not never enough. Two like, for three. Two for three. You got to get two. Oh, you got to get two. Duh. <laughs> they King give size. you a deal at Wawa. All right. Oh, two good. for three dollars. What are we promoting here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hey. You got to give the people what they want. You know what I mean? <laughs> no doubt. Little ice well, cream. Well, hey, you work for it, you get it, right? Yeah, that's right. Um. Any supplements? You take any supplements or anything? Um, so I take, I do take uh, a pre-workout. I try to limit that to like three days a week. Um, you oh, know, really? Yeah, the, you know, too much caffeine is not good. You know, I have, a, I have a, a buddy who actually lives at the gym, and he he always tells me that I take too much caffeine. And you know, the guys that I follow, they say the same thing to me that kind of you'll get like an adrenal adrenal fatigue type syndrome, and it and it could happen. You know, and then yeah. it, the caffeine also becomes less effective. You know, so less effective, you get addicted to it. Less effective, you get addicted to it. You know, so. Yeah. I do like a little bit of jolt, but I don't really take any other supplements, man. I um, I, I just believe, big, dude. I made a big mistake on my first workout back. I was trying. I forgot, man. I, I took two scoops. Oh no, man. I took two scoops. Look, ambulance. Oh my gosh, I was going yeah. out of my mind. It's crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't lift that much weight yet. But man, I try. I take I take some creatine too. I, I do take creatine. I, I, I you get bloated. Not no, really. I get I was, loaded from, from creatine. Yeah, they say it could anywhere from three to five pounds could put on you, but yeah, I, I really am honestly just all dude. natural, dude. Yeah. and that's what it is. And you know what the problem is? Too many people are getting their money taken from them. You know, from honestly stuff that's not helping them. And everybody is well, looking. Well, creatine is proven. Though. No, no, creatine is the most studied supplement ever. I'm not yeah. talking about creatine. I'm oh. talking about a million other things. <laughs> no, I see these people saying, "Oh, I'm taking this. It's losing belly fat." No, 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 no. Yeah. You didn't change nothing else. You know, and it's just a, a, a marketing ploy. And they're just trying to get their hands on their pockets. The supplement industry is a billion-dollar industry, and honestly, most of it is crap. And and it just it just pulls on people's heartstrings because you want to lose a little bit of weight. So you see this jack dude? Oh, he's taking this. Yeah, that's all he's taking. He doesn't work yeah. out. He doesn't mm. eat healthy. And then maybe yeah. he's getting extra help, but we don't know that. But either way, he ain't just taking what he's showing you. He's just getting paid for showing it to you. Yeah. Know? And and these supplements, you know, what I would tell people is everybody's looking for it out here and it's inside. What you want is just in your body. It's intrinsic motivation. Nothing that you're going to get out here besides a good coach and some good motivation is going to help you. A little caffeine helps. Maybe you. a little bit of caffeine. <laughs> so listen, I do like my caffeine. You know, but, and I'm not That's saying so that all supplements well, don't work. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that I don't know, I'm not a nutritionist, but what I'm telling you is 
I, you know, I have a lot of clients, and we don't really, you know, some of it, some of it can work. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. say everything doesn't work, but I'm just going to say there's a lot of junk out there, and a lot of it is is trying to pull at people's hearts to be like, hey, you want to lose some weight? Try this supplement. Well, how about, hey, you want to lose some weight? Stop going to Wawa, right? Start going to the gym, and and maybe let's try intermittent fasting, or let's try try something. Eat less. Eat less food, Eat less, right? Folks. You know. <laughs> So, uh, dude, uh, I believe it's time. I got some chat pack questions I picked out for you, my okay, brother. Okay, okay. So I'm shuffling them up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Matt Silvestri. See what you got. All right, pick one of these. Oh, from the end. That's such a rare thing people do. Do I read it? Can you read it? Sure, I'll read it. All right. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received in your life? Hmm. That's a good one. I would have to say, so when I was about... 14 or 15 I started I went back to the Hampton Hawks which is our youth football team mm. and I was coaching so I, I was 14 I was in 8th grade my dad was a long time coach and I was out there and football was always very easy for me right as a player and I was so now I was in high school I was a freshman but I was coaching the, the younger guys and Coach Hiltwine my buddy his dad he was one of our coaches he said Maddie's like you gotta remember it's really easy to play football when you're the biggest and baddest guy mm. right yeah but but imagine not being the biggest and baddest guy you have to coach to that player and i'll be honest ever since he said that to me i really looked at how i coach different and um you know not that i feel bad for the kid that's not um you know as big and bad but i'll tell you what i'm gonna get i'm gonna be coaching him up more than the one that's already there you know what i mean and and i feel like a lot of coaches those kids can go by the wayside and if you're looking at Mm. a great program those kids are the most important kids, you know. So most hard, who's going to go to the NFL? <laughs> Maybe one of them. Maybe. I don't I think so. It. It's like they're yeah. here to have an experience, and yeah. you can make this a life-changing one That's for right. those kids. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was my best advice. If we're going to keep it to the coaching, you know, to the coaching. What, what did he say? What was the words? He basically said he, he was talking about me because I was. I think I was coaching. I think I was like. I don't know what I was doing, but I was young. I was 15. I had a ton of energy. I had just, I had just gotten done eighth grade. So this now I was in high school, but I was coaching at 5:30 at night. You know, going back to the Hawks practice. They practice at nighttime. It's our youth football team yeah. in town. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was know. like coaching to the best players, and he kind of just mm-hmm. said, "Hey, Matt, you know, I had just gotten done." And, and like I said, in eighth grade, I was the biggest. It's easier. One. It's much easier. Uh, to but do I was that. the biggest guy. It was easy for me, right? Yeah. And, I, and I and he said, he's like, it's, it was easy for you. Imagine being the, the little guy you know uh-huh. and and i kind of changed the whole way that i coached after that you know what i mean i did spend more time with the maybe less talented player you know yeah um because i realized what it means to them you know yeah. it's easy for the dudes that are already good at it you know what yeah I mean? and you never really lived that life so you don't understand like i from a good portion of my elementary school you know i was the kid who couldn't climb the rope and i picked last for teams and stuff uh yeah. so you know that, yeah yeah that's cool man um, you got time for one more? Yeah, I got plenty of time. Let's do it. All right, we'll go from the middle. Oh, here. now he's going for the middle. Here, here we, we go. go. If you could become fully enlightened instantly on any one subject, what subject would you choose? Oh, that's good. So I think I would have to choose um, like really being able to teach people how to make a true lifestyle change. You know, how to make a real meaningful lifestyle change. Uh, maybe in the face of some type of problem that they're facing, whether it be like a, like addiction, compulsive behavior, you know, um, something along those lines, you know, yeah. really how to help people, you know. And again, I'm getting close just to, to it. Just to perfect it, just, just like to, right. to know how you right. can do that for each person. Yeah. 
and it's always going to be different for each person. And I think that's the beautiful thing about coaching, right? It's always going to be different. It's How I get to you, the variables are same as teaching. Yeah. Right. Keeps it very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so normally I'd let you choose randomly, but after our conversation today, I'm just really curious about the answer to this. So we'll finish okay. this question. Let's go. Here we go. So it's going to be so different from what you just said. What is one field or profession that you never pursued, but you think you would probably have been quite good at it? Well, you ever think about that? Yeah, not, I mean, a little bit. So, you know, I would have been a gym teacher was what I would have been. That's what my degree's in. But my, my mom always told me that I should be a politician. Uh. She said I'd be a great politician. <laughs> and uh, she always said I, I hope should, you're listening, Mayor Steve. I should run for mayor, my mom always told me. Oh, you and, better look out, Mayor Steve. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma was like a longtime kindergarten teacher in Hamilton. Basically, the whole town has had my, my mom, you know. In, as as her kindergarten teacher, oh yeah, a lot of the old yeah, a lot of people. So cool, they'll, cool. they'll know her. But so uh, hey man, um, before you give any shout outs, how do people reach you? How do they find you? Uh, any information you want to give? Yeah, so basically you uh, you know we're on the White Horse Pike, uh, right past Pastors and and uh, the old Antigua was there. Um, you know um, we're there. We're there all the time. We're open from five a.m. to nine p.m. weekdays and weekends. We're open six a.m. to three. PM. We're actually about to extend our hours probably a little bit, bring it to 10 at nighttime, which I know for all the parents, that's a big one out there. But you can check us out on Instagram, Train to Be Solid, um, Facebook, Solid Training. Check us out. We put, we try to put, we're actually going to be putting up a lot more content videos where we're, where we're going to give, you know, our kind of our, what we're doing away, you know what I mean? Um, so that you can take it and apply it at your gym or in our gym. Um, and that's it. You can check me out, Matt Silvesti on Instagram. Or Facebook. Again, I'm going to try to do the same thing, give you guys as much content, as much valuable content that you can apply to your everyday training and even just mindfulness stuff. Um, and that's it, man. That's, yeah. that's where we're at. Anyone you want to give a shout out to before we head out of here? Uh, just basically, man, anybody that's ever helped us at Solid Training, you know, I want to shout out to Carrie. Carrie is aces. She's the the, uh, the brains behind us. My she, wife. I, I looked at your staff on the website. Yeah. Is she the manager who's right yeah. under your picture? Yep. yep. Okay. Carrie. She Carrie. looks pretty ripped yeah, too. Carrie's herself, great. Oh, she's a beast. Yeah. She's strong. She's smart. She's good. Um, my my wife is awesome. She she you know let me do this. You know. And again, it's we're still it's a work in progress. You know what I mean? It's never it's a work in progress. But right now we are at the top of our game. And basically, all of our employees. I want to thank our employees. They're doing a great job. And anybody that's ever helped me, you know, let me train their kid, for instance, now that I have kids, I look back at that, you know, I never took that lightly. If you bring your kid to me and I'm going to help them, and I'll tell you, I surely don't, look to, you know, take it lightly now that I do have kids of my own, you know, and, um, you Wait, know. so do people bring you for kids classes? Yeah, man, we do kids classes. So I've been, oh. I've been training kids for uh, a long time, you know, we've been doing kids, um, we go all the way down to like six for our youth class, six to, six to like nine, and then it goes nine to 12, and then like 12 and up. Is oh. That, is how we do that, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, All right, and I've been doing that my whole life. You know, that was that was how I got into training. Did yeah. that for about five, ten years before I started doing adults. So yeah, very cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this, brother. It's my easy pleasure. to interview you, man. So much energy. I, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for having me. Always do it again sometime, yeah. man. All right, man. Thank you. <laughs>